0: you're listening to the performance group podcast a place to listen learn and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community welcome to the show i'm your host sean kirby and on the performance group podcast we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community if you're new to the show we have spoken to business leaders community organizers friends and family and before we jump in today i hope to ask you for a favor if you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts, it would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. But yeah, no, I think, it's just kind of back into what we were just talking about, I mean, value is what every single person in the world wants. It's, you know, I'm reading this book, or we're reading this book at work, it's called The Passion Economy. And before, well, the premise of the book is he's talking about his grandpa and then he's talking about his dad. His grandpa, <coughs> similar to most people's grandpas who grew up, especially in Massachusetts County, you know, with the way the factories work, you could make a living, and a good living, a yeah. viable living, and something that retires you by doing something, I mean, you, sometimes you just had to go to work for 40 years in a row. And then his dad wanted to be an actor and follow his passion. And he didn't make much money doing it, but he made just enough to survive. And now you look at whether it's the internet innovation or all the things that are within our community now, you can do both. And you can be part of something. Yeah. Some community. And small businesses have more of a chance. I mean this is still relatively small, obviously mm-hmm. you guys have a lot of projects going on. But it's it's a cool place to be where you can you don't have to just wake up and go to work. Yeah. You can wake up and Put in the work on something you enjoy.
1: It doesn't feel like work yet.
0: Yeah, I wrote something down, and this is just funny because I brought my stuff with me, so I'm going to go back in a couple pages. But I wrote something down from my book club. Oh, actually, I was watching the movie Soul. Have you seen the movie Soul? The new Pixar? Movie? No. I haven't. <clears throat> Either way, it's a cute movie. Just came out.
1: Put it and on my list.
0: It's, um, It was talking about purpose versus passion. Okay. And you obviously do a lot of things with purpose. Um, and it was. So, I wrote down kind of a comparison of purpose versus passion. Your purpose is to provide, and mind your P's when you're on yeah. audio, right? So, yeah. pu- pu- pu. to provide, to love, to understand, to mentor, and to live. And then your passions are what causes drive your thoughts and your actions. The most important thing is trying to try figure out where they overlap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the what everybody's looking for. I'll put my journal away so I don't feel
1: like I'm reading my diary. Yeah, Dear Diary. Dear Diary, I'm Seven, purposeful. 749. You is kind, you is smart, you is important. <laughs> um, I was going to say something.
0: Something in,
1: enlightening? Yeah. Apparently it wasn't that enlightening because I forgot.
0: No, it's okay. So, yeah. So... Since we've already recorded a little bit, I'll just quickly introduce you, if that's okay. Perfect. Um, so today I am joined by the one and only G. Um, the reason everybody calls him G is they can't pronounce his first name. Right?
1: Literally no one can pronounce my first Gerell. name. Garel. That's perfect.
0: Garel Walton.
1: You've been practicing that. I have.
0: So I've known Garel now for um, two or three years? Three yeah? years, yeah. Pre-baby. Pre-baby. Pre-baby.
1: You had no baby when I met you. I had no
0: baby. So, yeah, I've known Garel for a while. Anybody in Madison County probably knows of Garel for...
1: Just a few people.
0: But for all the good reasons that you would want to know somebody. Hopefully. Everybody knows you because of your heart, your message, and what you're trying to do. I would say that the whole... You reached out to me, probably. Maybe I reached out to you. Yeah. I'm trying to think back in the past. Um, Just to... Because you were inquisitive on my thoughts and who I was. And I find that... To be kind of life-changing in the sense that, you know, now I'm in the position to, you know, I'm living 2021 by the statement I keep telling my wife is, be curious, not judgmental. Yeah. So, I mean, just get to know people and care about them. I think that's something you do often. So let's quickly talk. Yeah. Why do you care about people so much?
1: Uh, Why do I care about people? Yeah, why? Yeah, why? That's a good question. Um, I think for me, um, as a Christian um i think about all the ways that you know jesus has cared about me um and you know just the greatest commandment of you know how do you love your neighbor as yourself um and i think if (laughs) 2020 has taught us anything is that um there's not a lot of love um specifically um not a lot of loving of people and so I think for me, it's the whole golden rule of, you know, how do you treat other people the way that you want to be treated? Um, I think for some people that comes easy, and then for some other people that's a little bit harder. Um, But I think for me, it's just because I know what it feels like to be cared for um, and loved. And so, like, how do I do that in return? Yeah.
0: Is this place falling in on us? I
1: don't know. Someone's above us.
0: Someone's above us always, right? Someone always, 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 Yeah, I think that's you know that's a beautiful way to look at it. And I remember the first time we met, we met at the Starbucks right down the road. Um, for those who don't know, we are currently recording at G's um, current place of employment. It's called Cohatch. It's down in the Hamilton Town Center. We're in the Noblesville office. Um, they are a co-working.
1: Yeah, so uh, co-working um, private offices. Um, so really, our vision. Uh, with cohatch is how do we strengthen communities and improve lives. And so um, I think the way that we work has changed. Um, I mm-hmm. think uh, even pre-pandemic, um, the way that we do work has changed. And so I think folks are starting to see that um, you can be productive from a lot of places outside of the office. And so um, we're trying to provide a space where, um, you know, young entrepreneurs, startups, Um, big tech companies uh, realtors um, freelancers can all be in the same space and uh, really provide more of like a networking community um, for people who are kind of all over the career spectrum of uh, different things.
0: Yeah it's super beneficial I just did a tour before we're recording in their actual podcast studio which is gorgeous by the way much nicer than my own so the audio is really good in this one it's not my fault (laughs) Um, and you know, they got free beer and wine, coffee, coffee, sparkling water, and it, actually, they just brought in Chick Fil A for people that were in here today. So yeah,
1: a little free lunch.
0: Yeah, I came in here and got nothing but free things, and it, it's been a really sweet, cool place to see. And you've got how many more locations that you're working on?
1: Yeah, so our goal is ten locations in Indiana, um, but. Um, you know, in the next five years. And so, HTC uh, is our first location here in Noblesville. Uh, Broad Ripple is under construction right now uh, with the plan of being ready to open late May um, or late April, early May. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's gorgeous. So, I just wanted to make sure I plug you first before, no, I I that. before we got too, too deep. So, I kind of want to dive back into purpose. I'm grabbing my journal again just because i I at a loss for words most of the time when we'll I talk to the girl. So, let's quickly. <clears throat> let's back into you yeah let's get to know g i know g i know g you went to anderson high school
1: right? went to anderson high school um yeah so grew up in anderson anderson um's home um was home grew up in anderson um I thought I wanted to be a fireman, uh, so did a little cadet thing uh, with Anderson Fire Department for a while. I uh, have this crazy thing called asthma, and apparently you can't breathe and try to fight fire at the same time. Um, and so a um, mutual friend introduced me to this crazy thing called Chick-fil-A, um, and uh, I had eaten that Chick-fil-A a few times, but other than that, never heard of it, and so I uh, needed a job and wanted to figure out what uh, trick filet was all about, so I started uh, Trick-fil-A um, gosh, about seven years ago and uh, thought it was just going to be a part-time job as I figured out what's next and uh, jumped into like a manager role and loved it. Um, Mainly love the free chicken and not working on Sundays. Um, and so, through a lot of connections there and opportunities, I uh, was able to spend a lot of time on the grand opening team and open Chick-fil-A's and, and really travel um, to about uh, 40 different states uh, through Chick-fil-A. And uh, really enjoyed that. Um, my mom uh, passed away in 2016 from breast cancer, and so that was kind of a challenging year. Um, and really just wanted to like slow down. I was spending a lot of time on the road and so um did some local uh work with a lo- some local franchises uh with Chick-fil-A our franchise operators with Chick-fil-A um in the Indy area. Um spent some time in Texas for a year, wanted to see something outside of Indiana. Um so spent a year in Texas. Um really really hot, a lot different than the Midwest. Um and then uh for some family reasons uh moved back home uh just to be closer to family. Um dad's going through prostate cancer and so uh if I've learned anything from 2020 is like, you know, family's important and that's gotta be first priority. And so uh, moved back um, to the Noblesville area uh, last year and uh, got connected with this crazy thing called Cohatch um, and just really love the vision and uh, kind of what they're doing and creating. Um, and so, yeah, that's where I'm at now.
0: Yeah, that's where you're at. And I think there's a lot of things to kind of tear apart inside of that because I think more than anything, you're a man of community. So if you look at each thing that you've ever done, you've been part of the community, the volunteer firefighter side and the law enforcement side. I know you go on a lot of ride alongs You do all sorts of stuff still within the community. You are one of the busiest people I know as, as a young professional, and you still made so much time when you were home to visit friends, family, and you were intentional about your time. Sure. And intentional with your community. And then I think that's kind of why Cohatch is such a good fit is because it's the same stuff you've always done. And yeah. Kind of revolves around what matters to you, yeah. family and community. Yeah. So one thing I do wonder, and I've asked you this before, how do you do it? How do you how in back in like I know you care about a lot of people, <laughs> but. Like, are your f- is your phone just blowing up all the time? Like, how do you how do you handle communicating with so many people and touching so many lives?
1: Sure. Um, you know, honestly, like I think you might be busier than I am. No, I'm not. No, it's okay, maybe, maybe close. Well, I've got second. a lot
0: of things that pull me in different directions, but I I and I wrote a, a LinkedIn post this morning about you and a good friend of mine, Derek Grant, who actually just called me. So, Derek, I apologize for ignoring your call, but you guys have allowed me to see. Two different perspectives than you know what what I'm used to in the sense that how much you care and sure. how intentional you are with your time has allowed me to take that time whether it's my family clients or friends. Yeah, because life is busy. It is.
1: Yeah, I think it's. Um, yeah, obviously you know there's got to be those like you know you have to protect you know family time and for me as a young adult who's not married no kids um, there's a lot more free time than someone like yourself with a baby um, cool. and so but but I think part of it is like just this whole intentionality idea of like we all were created for community um, and I think you know a lot of people you know they have you know 50,000 friends but they only know a few of them and so um i think for me like just trying to be intentional with the friendships that i do have um you know i think um there's some friendships that are surface level um and i think that's okay and i think there's uh friendships like you and i where like we can um, go deep very quickly um, because of the inten- intentionality that we've built over you know the last three years and our friendship and so I think uh, for me um, I use this thing called Calend-y, uh which yeah. is like the best yeah, av- friends. yeah well and so I think for me a lot of you know for young adults like you know the joke is like hey like we run into each other at the store and we say hey let, let's get together and then we never do um, and so a friend of mine Dave um, he does this super well but you know, he introduced me to this calendar thing, and it sounds crazy because, like, you're scheduling time to hang out with friends. But I think a lot of it is this back and forth of like, "Hey, I'm off on Tuesday," where you're like, "Oh, I'm only off on Thursday." Well, I work Thursday, and so it's a lot of back and forth. But if I have my calendar set to like the days that I know I can hang out in times, and I just send it to you, well, then the ball's in your court to you know actually schedule something and make it happen. And it's not so much for the sake of for scheduling something because I never want. Um, anyone to feel like, hey, I'm not that important, like, you don't need to schedule time for me. But I think, you know, time is one of the most valuable assets that we have. And so I think if I'm going to be respectful of your time and my time, like, we need to be on the same page when it comes to, like, hey, let's find a a time that works for both of us. And, you know, you expect me to be on time when you schedule a time or whatever. And so I think for me, it's helped um, me be able to have a lot more intentional friendships, because um, if I send you, if you say, hey, you want to get together and I send you my calendar, like you schedule a time, like, hey, I'm going to make it a priority to like be more flexible, flexible in the future when it comes to like making time to connect or whatever. But uh, really, it's more for me than the other person, because um, I have trouble saying no to things. And so I I, I overcommit myself. And so I would say over the last year, I've realized um, how important it is to, like, you know, self-care isn't selfish. And so how do I make sure that, like, I'm putting, um, you know, those those guardrails up when it comes to spending time with my dad, you know, who's going through prostate cancer or family out of town or, like, just, you know, friends that I don't normally get to see. And, like, how do I make that, um, you know, how, how do I make that a priority uh, in my life? But also, um, you know, wanting to make sure, like, those closest to me um, don't feel like they have to schedule an appointment. So, you know, you pick up the phone and say, hey, G, we need to meet. Like, I'm not going to send you the calendar invite. It's like, hey, we'll make it happen. And so I think for me, like, um, you know, some people, they get fueled up by, like, taking a nap. I get fueled up by being around people. And so um, I'm an extrovert at heart. And so, like, this, these are things that I enjoy and I get paid to do it now um, and so really I think a lot of it, it's its an intentional act on my part because I know the value of community and what it feels like to like be in community with people and so that's just something I'm just passionate about but it doesn't really feel like a lot of extra work because I've been You're able to... You're doing what you love? Yeah, yeah, yeah Love what you
0: do? Never work another day in your life? Yeah,
1: something like that a
0: Great, great, Socrates once in that. Yeah, somebody yeah. Well, I... <laughs> You know, also in that LinkedIn post, I was just thanking G and um, Derek for giving me you know, tools and all these things. And now we're sitting here three years later <clears throat> in a beautiful building, podcast room, talking about how we met, why we met, and what we're trying to do. So let's kind of move forward. The past is the past. I know your story. These people, you know, they can reach out if they want to know more. What do you what do you want to see moving forward? I mean, you're in this new role, um, you're still living in Madison County. You know, what what's what's G wanna be?
1: Yeah, so not in Madison County anymore, so okay. in Noblesville. Right. I know it's okay, but my dad family's still in Madison County, like Anderson's still home for me. Um, and so, you know, I think what excites me about Kill Hatch is Um, you know, Cohatch started in Ohio, and so uh, we're not trying to bring Ohio to Indiana. We're trying to integrate the Kohatch uh, brand um, into, you know, the communities where we go into, and so, you know, for us, like, um like noblesville's home like we're here to stay and um you know we want to partner with local nonprofits and and organizations and so you're going to see local coffee and you know our local locations um and so i think for for me just being a brand ambassador of like how do we create community um or foster community um in the communities that we go into um so i'm excited to um just continue to watch that. Um, I think as we go into different communities, we're going to see different needs um, for how people integrate um, the space into their life. Um, And so, you know, we want it to be a place where, you know, so a lot of we say, you know, work, meet, live. So like, we want you to feel like you can meet people where you work, but also live in the space where you work. And so um, what does it look like to create a new sense of Work, but also more of a lifestyle. And so, when people say, "What's Co Hatch?" Um, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's this co-working place or this private office place." So, like, we're not selling a co-working membership or private office. Um, we're selling a lifestyle. Like, so you don't get access to, you know, just the Noblesville location by being a member. You get access to all of our locations. Um, we've got a beach house in Florida. You know that members can you know rent out and those kind of things. And so, we're trying to do a really good job of you know not. Just selling the space, but selling a community uh, because we realized that we were created for community. And so uh, I need you just as much as you need me. Um, and so, like, what does that look like? How do we get um, nonprofits in the same room um, with CEOs who have a heart for nonprofits? And how do we get, you know, freelancers in the room with folks who want to hire freelancers? And how do we get um, folks in the same room with, you know, realtors who think they might want to be a realtor or even college kids who? Um, you know, pre COVID could hang out at a Starbucks and do homework, but now that's not an option. Yep. But also, how do we do that in a safe space? And so, um, yeah, I'm just excited about what Cohatch is going to bring uh, to the Indianapolis market. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I think even more so as you're seeing these larger, larger employers pushing more and more people working from home, this is just an opportunity, especially for those of us once kids go to school full time, no e learning, and we're still working from home, there's an opportunity to get out have you know seven locations that you can bounce around from yeah and still have that sense of community meet with clients yeah smile when you go to work yeah well you have to put on pants no pajamas here yeah
1: that is true yeah we do require uh pants no pajamas um but like also like we want it to be a space like we've got a member here in noblesville who um she her daughter's on virtual learning and so we've got a cool beanbag reading nook upstairs and her daughter comes in and does homework or her mom's on Zoom calls. And so we want it to be a space, um, you know, where you feel comfortable bringing your kids and that they can, you know, hang out with other kids. And, um, like, who gets to take their kids to work? Like, that doesn't normally happen. And so we're giving people a space outside of their home um, to do what they're already doing.
0: Not much more you can ask for in a time like this. So that being said, G, I know that you gotta jump because you've got some meetings here in the afternoon. If you have to leave, leave with one word of wisdom, one phrase, one thing that's gotten you through tough times, something that's you know made you who you are. What would you have to say? Hmm. I know that's a lot.
1: Yeah, that is a lot. That you got is. a lot
0: of books behind you in your office upstairs. I, I do. I've
1: only read a few of them. <laughs> the rest um. are
0: <laughs> Listen to a lot.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, you know, a lot of people say like, "Hey, like, what's the word? What's your word for the year? Like, like, what's this phrase or whatever?" You're
0: really picking on me because I tagged you in something today. With my yeah, word of the year, so. I know,
1: um, but I think honestly, like, just f- for me, like, this is a, a personal challenge for myself, and and you know, something that uh, I shared with my family, like in our family group chat uh, the other day. But I think you know, my goal is to be as desperate for Jesus on my ber- on, on my best day um, as I am on my worst, and so. I think just this idea of like, personally for me, like, um, you know, we have bad days, um, but like, how do we overcome those bad days? And like, you know, there's always a positive, um, that comes out of those bad days. And so like, you know, I think for me, like, I just want to keep coming back to like, Hey, I want to be desperate for Jesus on my best days, but also on my worst days. And so what does that look like? And, and not forgetting, um, you know, everything that i've been through that's gotten me to this point but also like hey there's so much more life ahead and so like how do i continue to you know be a better g today than i was yesterday
0: well you're the best g i know well i I appreciate that all right, Gene, you're the best. I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for taking the time to do this. This yeah, is a quick, short episode with a lot of really cool information. So um, for anybody that, you know, whether you're in Pendleton, Massachusetts County, and you want to get more into the Hamilton County um, co-working space, or if you just want to come tour this place, it's absolutely gorgeous it's insane i'm going to attach a bunch of pictures with this and make g post it but um gee how can everybody get a hold of you how can they get a hold of Cohatch? how can they kind of you know take a better look at the place
1: yeah so it's pretty easy um so a lot of people mispronounce my name but they also misspell my name and so uh, <laughs> we've made it very easy so it's just g at there you go. um shoot me an email we'd love to show you around we'd love to let you check out the space for free um we're growing um so broad ripple zionsville carmel fishers Um, A lot of the surrounding areas, Um, there's a co-hatch coming near you. And so we'd love to show you the space. Um, And Sean's pretty good at giving tours, so uh,
0: he'll even give a tour. I'm designated as a tour guy, so I would be happy to meet anybody over here and do the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, we'd love it.
0: See ya. Hey, guys. Thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.